0: Welcome to an all new episode of It's Just 10 Minutes. I'm your host, Mary Fraser. Now I don't know about you, but these days, it feels like life is just beating me from pillar to post. There are times when I feel helpless and defenseless. Is this your story as well? Are you tired of being roughed up and handled by life? Well, I just need 10 minutes. Give me 10 minutes to show you how to defend yourself. And now, It's just 10 minutes. I said on the outset of the show today that these days, life just seems to be handling me mighty rough. Here lately, not a day has gone by that the enemy hasn't attacked my life. And I know I can't be the only one experiencing this never-ending battle. But while every day has been a fight, I take heart in knowing that I'm armed and dangerous. Some of us go through life walking around naked, and no, I don't mean clothes, but emotionally and spiritually, we are naked. We have absolutely no cover, no clothes, and that leaves us exposed to the element. And just like when you walk around without physical clothes, when we walk around without spiritual cover and emotional clothes, we leave ourselves open to the attack of the enemy. The Bible tells us in First Peter 5 and 8 that Satan your enemy roams around like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour he is always on the prowl looking for someone for anyone to devour and who better than an emotionally and spiritually naked believer our emotional and spiritual nakedness leaves us to be exposed to the elements the culture with all its societal norms finds its way into our lives a lot easier when there is no barrier between them and us. Society and what it deems normal, or deems to be normal, rarely agrees with what God has told us and how to govern our lives as believers. So what do we do? What clothes do we put on in order to protect ourselves from the elements? Well, before we discuss what to put on, I have to first tell you what to take off. Colossians 3 and 8 tells us to pull off anger. Quit walking around mad and upset at any and everybody. Yeah, I know. They mistreated you. That was 15 years ago. Let it go. And yes, the Bible does tell us that it's okay to be angry. But the B clause of that verse is to sin not. The next verse tells us to only be angry for a time. So it was 15 years ago. Let it go. Because anger that is unresolved and unchecked, it leads to wrath and malice. Anger will have you laying awake at night and in the words of a wise man, plotting and planning, scheming and dreaming. It will have you playing the get back game and leave you a bitter and miserable person. So just take all of that off and instead put on this, put on compassion. Our hearts should be full of compassion for those who are struggling and having a rough time. As my mentor says, we should feel the needs of others and then do what we can to fill that need. Compassion should be easy for us. For remember, you haven't always been who you are. Someone showed you compassion, you just extend the same. And while we're putting on compassion, we need to put on patience. Be patient with people. Not everyone is at your level, and that's okay. We all grow at our own pace. So have some patience. Yeah, I know. This is the 10th time the sister girl has been going through the same trial. But be patient with her. She'll pass it eventually. The Bible tells us to bear one another. Another way of putting that is to put up with one another. God is always patient with us even when he doesn't have to be, but he is. Show that same patience to someone else. While we're being compassionate and patient, put on humility. Be humble. You didn't do anything special. God did it. He's the one that saved you and lifted you. You could not have saved yourself, so get over yourself. The glory and honor from our lives belongs to God and not us. We make no boast in ourselves, but in the God who delivered us. Now, am I saying that you shouldn't have confidence in yourself? Not at all. Be confident, confident in the gifts and the talents that God gave you. Remember everything that we are and everything that we possess. It came from him. Put on meekness. Meekness. Meek is not weak. Meekness is having a humble and a quiet spirit. Meekness involves being able to enter into any chaotic situation and bring peace and quiet by your mere presence. Meekness, it's having strength, but having it under control. No, you are not a doormat, and you are not here to be used and abused by people. So it's okay to stand up for yourself and what you believe in, But just do it in a way that preserves your meekness. For meekness will carry you so much further than loud and abrasive ever could. Put on forgiveness. Uh Uh-oh. No one likes talking about forgiveness. Because it's not the easiest thing to do. Because the world tells you to forgive, but don't forget. But the word, it says otherwise. We as believers are to forgive and forget. Just as God forgives us of our sins and forgets them so that he doesn't use them against us in this life or the one to come, we too should do the same with one another. But I know it's really hard, but it's doable. But don't get it twisted. Putting on forgiveness does not give people a hall pass to misuse you and abuse you. Yes, I've forgiven the offense. Yes, I've forgotten about the offense. But wisdom says, I will never put myself in a position to be re offended by you. And then, above all these other things, put on love. For love covers. Love is the end all, be all. Jesus commanded us to love ye one another as he has loved us. Love sacrifices. Love forgives, love leads to our compassion. Love is patient, love is kind. Love doesn't puff itself up, it's humble. Love encompasses everything. You know what love is? Love is that black jacket in your closet. Everyone has that black jacket that goes with anything. It can be part of a suit or a skirt suit. We can wear it with a dress or we can put it with some jeans. That's what love is. It goes with anything. All of the emotional clothes that we wear, those are fragile. Over time, there's a lot of wear and tear on our compassion and our love and our meekness and our humility. And that wear and tear makes it such that those emotional clothes need to be protected so when the enemy attacks us he attacks us in those areas of our emotions he knows how vulnerable those areas are and because of their vulnerability the lord has given us some protection in the book of ephesians the apostle paul he tells us to put on the whole armor of god well what is this armor Well, part of this armor is the helmet of salvation. The helmet, it's used to protect our minds from negative thoughts and all those plots and plans and schemes and dreams that the enemy would have us to be thinking about. And while it protects us from the attack of the enemy, it also protects the dreams and the visions that God has given us until those things can be made manifest in our lives. The next part of this armor is the breastplate of righteousness. It's used to protect our hearts for the heart is the lifeline for our body. It makes sure that all the other organs get the blood that they so vitally need. And so the breastplate, it protects our hearts from the attack of the enemy who would seek to turn our hearts to undermine our righteousness with God. Next we have the shield of faith. Our faith, it acts as a shield when the enemy fires at us. When he seeks to make us doubt what God said and who God is, hold up your shield to deflect the poisonous arrows and the fiery darts of the enemy. Our feet, they ought to be covered in the gospel of peace. We are to be carriers of peace. When we walk into any situation, we ought to walk in looking to establish peace and harmony. And lastly, the belt of truth. The belt It holds the entire outfit together. Our lives are to be lived and operated from a base of truth, not what we feel, not what we think, but the truth as to how God sees it. So if we have all this protection, then what do we have to fight with? I mean, if the armor is for our protection, then what exactly is our defense? I'm so glad you asked the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. It doesn't matter what the enemy throws at you, how he comes at you, how many he sends after you. One swing of the word will put the enemy in his place. Yes, the enemy may be like a roaring lion. Yes, he's armed. Yes, he's dangerous. But you know what? So are we. It's been 10 Minutes. Thanks for listening this week. We'll be back next week with an all-new episode. Follow us on Facebook and on Twitter. Find us on Blog Talk Radio, Podomatic, Spreaker Radio, Stitcher Radio, and YouTube. You can also subscribe to this podcast at either one of those places, as well as www.itsjust10minutes.com. Hey, take a chance. You've got nothing to lose. It's just. 10 minutes.